I'm Lights Camera Jackson. Welcome to the LCJ Q&A podcast. You can also read these interviews at animationscoop.com. I have been looking forward to this series for a while because I heard about the game years ago and the phenomenon that it became. And now here we are with the Cuphead Show premiering this Friday, February the 18th on Netflix. Joining me, creators Chad and Jared Moldenhauer and developer Dave Wasson. Welcome to all of you. Thank you for having us. Yes. Hello. Hello. It's great to be here. Hi to everybody. Thank you so much for being on the show. Chad, let me start with you. You and Jared created this Phenomenon Cuphead game, which came out in 2017. And then just a short while later, you got a special award from the Annie Awards. What a whirlwind year you guys clearly had. Oh, it was crazy. I think we're the whole team is still reeling from how this all went down. I mean, we we started off this journey with an idea of making this tiny little game, and and that eventually blew up into this slightly bigger game. And we just were hoping that there would be fans that would latch on to this kind of style and type of game that we were going for. And yeah, it's just it's just wild, especially from where it started. Like yeah, from the idea and then where it ended up. And still, how it's going is just mind-blowing. Yeah, it's insane to start with such a small team and just be like, let's part-time this. Let's work full-time jobs, see what we can do in the nighttime. And then realizing like there is some interest, but who knows how much that is, to finally like finding a lovely team just so extraordinarily talented. And to be able to share that with the world and have the fans respond in such a way, it, it has been a crazy ride. Wow. Wow. The game pays homage to the classic cartoons. And I love what we get into with the show as well. But Jared, tell me about going from this video game mentality and and putting together a game with these characters to then transitioning to a television series where you got to take these characters and give them scripted stories and uh, 11 minutes long and, and going into all of that. Well, the the beauty of it is having a new talented team that has a better <laughs> understanding of television and timing and how to do storyboarding and blocking for the whole series. But uh, the, the, the switch over is kind of different. It's like the video game is more arcadey and retro action. So though it has a story, the story is minimal. And having this opportunity with Netflix to like expand on all these characters and all the possibilities of adventures and finally give them a little bit more room to show their personality. It's just been so wonderful. And the whole team got it. Like they all kind of felt out what the characters could be, how silly it could get, what what you might do with the devil that's not just strictly from what the video game had. So all this uniqueness that's brought into the series i think the fans are just going to eat it up you're right that the personalities shine and these characters go to some wild places and get into some crazy interactions dave tell me about you're, you're satirizing classic cartoons the disney and warner brothers mgm fleischer but you're you're not going over the line where you're making fun of them in a negative way yeah you know that's that's interesting um I don't know that we ever consciously even thought about that so much It's like we had a great love of those of that era, the rubber hose animation, huge fans of I mean, everybody on the crew is like uh, big fans of, the, of that rubber hose stuff, the early Disney Silly Symphony, all the Fleischer stuff yeah. and all those techniques. 
So I think we just wanted to do like kind of, and also, you know, I mean, we're springboarding off of the characters from the game. So uh, it was just taking all that inspiration and then bringing them together in a way that felt like also like kind of a modern comedy. So it just kind of like, it was like that alchemy that just kind of came together and did it. But I don't think we ever consciously thought like we're going to satirize those cartoons it was more like we we're trying to write a love letter to those cartoons but also make characters that felt funny interesting yeah it is a fun show and a funny show there are punchlines there are visual gags there are clever details and the episode carn evil in it cuphead says when i'm not sure i double down Chad, <laughs> was there a moment when you were making this when you weren't sure of something but you decided you know what i'm gonna double down i'm just gonna go for it uh, i think we basically did double down Maybe we were 10% more sure than Cuphead was in that episode, but when we were working on the game and part-time, like Jared said, and things kind of kept growing and growing and our fan base started growing, there was an actual pivotal point after an E3 2015 where we decided to go all in, you know, remortgage our homes and build a bigger team and do a whole bunch of other stuff. And that technically was our double down moment. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. All in when it comes to this. And, and in that episode as well, we get the game of skee-ball, which I love. I got a four-year-old cousin who loves playing it now and, and so many do. And you're right that when you don't do well, when you play skee-ball, it does suck the soul out of you. So <laughs> Jared, uh, have you ever played skee-ball like Cuphead and Mugman do in this and realize, gosh, I'm not doing so hot and it's sucking the energy and the soul out of me? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I spent a large portion of my youth in the arcades, and equal to having arcades, there was always the uh, ticket zones, and the skee-ball would uh, hand out, if you could hit those 100-point shots, right. like 50 or 60 tickets, so you always would dream, but at no point did you quite reach the max of those tickets. <laughs> you settle for realizing, you know, not everything's possible. <laughs> Well, I, I think people will love getting into that uh, carnival experience with that episode. And I had to watch the episode Roll the Dice because I'm a big game show fan. I've loved them my whole life. And you got Wayne Brady to voice King Dice. Wayne has been on the LCJ Q&A podcast. Dave, how was it getting Wayne Brady to voice a game show host? That's perfect casting. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you said it. Perfect casting. I mean, we knew for like King Dice, we needed somebody. We needed an actor who could be funny. We needed a guy who could sing. And we knew and we needed a guy who kind of, uh, yeah, had hosted a game show. So, I mean, you couldn't we couldn't have gotten luckier to get him. The fact that like, first of all, the fact that he exists is amazing. And second of all, the fact that he was interested was another uh, giant stroke of luck. So it was great. And it was so fun working with him and seeing what he brought to it. He had uh, really uh, a strong sense for uh, how he thought King Dice should go, but he was also like open to direction and stuff. So it was really just a joy working with him. Good. Yeah. When, when he was here on the podcast a couple of years ago, he talked about doing voice acting roles, Sophia the First and, and some other animated projects and how much it meant to him and, and uh, his daughter and, and his family. I've got Chad, Jared and Dave here with me for the Cuphead show on the LCJ Q&A podcast. It premieres this Friday, February 18th on Netflix. Chad, the character of the devil, for those who aren't as familiar with Cuphead uh, going into this, how would you describe him? Is, is he, I sort of see him as 
There's a little bit of Dr. Doofenshmirtz from Phineas and Ferb. There's a little bit of Mr. Burns from The Simpsons-ish, but but he's a character all his own. Yeah, I mean, the devil was always very ambiguous and kind of this overarching evil in the game. And uh, the whole crew at, um, on the Netflix show took it into these areas that we didn't couldn't even expect, and that they're brilliant, right? He's 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 got an he's got a temper. He's he can be caring when he wants to. There's so many moods that he can go to, but they still fit his core character. And I, we can't be happier for how the devil's been represented. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very interesting character and a fun one that that uh, Cuphead and Mugman uh, get involved with. And Jared, the delicious last course. So I was looking this up. You guys have this this brand new game that's coming in about, uh, what, six months or so, June 30th, uh, about that ways away. And during the Game Awards this past year, there was this whole musical number involving that. Jared, tell me about how that musical number, which has gotten a lot of attention, uh, came together. Well, we wanted to do something with like a little bit bigger of a splash. It's been uh, a long time coming that we're finally going to get the delicious last course out to the fans. So when we had this opportunity with uh, Jeff to to do something kind of bigger at the Game Awards, and it was presented that this could be a song and dance type of thing, which matches just so thoroughly with the 30s rubber hose musicality. It even matches the whole Netflix series singing song and joy. So our uh, composer, Chris Madigan, we were like, why shouldn't we do something to like let his music shine? It's just mm-hmm. such amazing musicianship. So we teamed up to do a little 30s revival kind of song and dance number leading to a puppet trailer, which was created by green novelties and just the the whole feeling of it that whole olden era celebration it was it was so exciting i'm glad all the fans also enjoyed it yeah it's on youtube if you haven't seen it yet check it out and that must be really something to be making a game and a television show at the same time is it as crazy has it been as crazy as it sounds yeah but it has the one layer of crazier because we're making a game based on old TV that got turned into TV that's based on old TV. So it's this whole weird, I don't know, Layers it's coming around full circle, full circle, but it's also on an infinite loop. So it's, <laughs> it's messes with your head a little bit in a good way. <laughs> the Cuphead legacy keeps going. It does. <laughs> and, and, and Dave, you have worked with Mickey Mouse. You've worked with the Looney Tunes, also directed The Buzz on Maggie, which I remember watching on the Disney Channel years ago. Where does this experience with Cuphead rank for you among your animation career? Oh, my God. Uh, well, this has been like a huge career highlight. I mean, I knew early on, like when I first was applying to get the gig, I'm like, if I get this, this will be a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And it's taken like all the skill that I've learned over the years to like do this. I think like if I'd gotten this job any earlier in my life, I don't think I would have been prepared for it because uh, I think it's all the experience and all the knowledge that I've sort of gained that has all, all poured into this. I mean, we also got really lucky and got like just an incredible crew uh, yeah, it's it's been great. It's been so good. I, I love all those cartoons of that era. And to be handed something 
from Chad and Jared that was so visually complete and had suggested so many different locations. And so it was just like a visual smorgasbord of things to sort of pick and choose from was incredible. And then to, to get to take that and, and like turn those into solid, fully realized characters was just, it's just been incredible. Uh, board is the right word because it is, and also plethora, it's a plethora of classic cartoon <laughs> love that you get to see with the Cuphead show. Before we go, I'm going to give each of you guys a lightning round question. So Chad, let me start with you. What is your other favorite animation comedy duo of all time? I think that one's pretty easy. Ren and Stimpy. Mm, nice. Nice. That is definitely a good one. Jared, fill in the blank. Cup of blank. What's the go-to drink for you as you're trying to get energized in making this show? Cup of Joe. There is definitely something where uh, you burn the midnight oil, you put in the extra work, and you need a lot of extra caffeine to keep going. <laughs> I bet. I bet. That's a good choice. And Dave, for you, if Cuphead was able to travel back in time to some of those other classic cartoon eras of, with Disney and Warner Brothers and all of them, which classic cartoon character do you think Cuphead would get along with the most? Oh, wow. I've thought about this. I would actually love to see uh, Cuphead meet Popeye. Mm. I think it would be great to see an adventure between uh, uh, Cuphead and Popeye. Yes. I think the personalities, they, they get along pretty well. You are right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Or pretty scrappy, feisty. Yeah, they'd be fun to fun to watch together. Definitely, definitely. Chad and Jared Moldenhauer, Dave Wasson, creators and developer of The Cuphead Show. It's this Friday, February 18th on Netflix. A lot of fun. Fans will love this and newbies as well. Thank you all for being on the LCJ Q&A today. Thank Thanks again. So Absolutely, yeah. Thanks amazing. for having us. You are welcome, guys. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. For more, go to Twitter at LCJ Reviews and Lights Camera Jackson dot com.